Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, back to Severe Reaction. Powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone. We, we got to work more fundamentals with him this week. We got to find um, a five, a good five com- combination of five of them and see how it works. You know, but we got to look at, like I said, we got to look at some young kids. We got to look at some backups and see if they can help us. Welcome back. Severe Reaction here on 1620 The Zone. Our friend from HuskerOnline.com, Stephen M. Sipple, joining us here. Good morning, Sip. How are you doing this Sunday? Michael, fine. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I um, I was really hoping for a close shootout kind of fun game yesterday. Instead, we got a second half that was like somebody was pulling teeth out of my mouth in the dentist's office. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of hope uh, going into that game that uh, you know, the change, you know, firing Scott and naming Mickey the interim would have this sort of magical impact. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the, I mean, I, you just really want to get into it. That's sort of the big lesson in my mind that I took away is that, I mean, I think there was a level of delusion almost that, you know, just making one change and, um, getting maybe a jolt of emotional energy um, could make such a big difference when in reality, I mean, we shouldn't just look at it for what it is. Oklahoma's a much better team. Right. Nebraska's defense is playing at a historically bad level. And, I, I mean, I I just learned not to get too swept up. I think I got, I think I got like a lot of people, just got, kind of got swept up in the emotion. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And, again, I don't. I didn't really see any local people picking Nebraska to win, but I think we all thought maybe the offense would be able to move the ball. Was that one of the bigger surprises on how much they struggled? How many? Yeah, yeah. They had? There, there wasn't a lot of people picked them to win, and I'm and even Oklahoma media. Um, I, you know, Barry Tram. I don't mind saying a couple sure. of names. Barry Tram was a, a friend of mine, has been for a long time. He he anticipated a very close game. Dean Blevins, who who was a, he's a sports director for an Oklahoma City station who's covered Oklahoma forever, yep. thought Nebraska would win. Uh, now, they're not. They didn't get swept up. Um, what what that illustrates, Michael, and that, now I can answer your question, what that illustrates is they just didn't think Oklahoma was that good. You know, and so, yeah, I thought Nebraska might be able to move the ball um, more than it did. I didn't, I didn't, hey, Michael, like you, I didn't envision Nebraska having 12 straight empty possessions. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Oklahoma does have a fast, twisty defense. It's not, it's not a great defense, but it, but it's, you know, it's Venable. He's one of the four most defensive minds in the world, probably. And, and, you know, he has that, he's notorious for having a strong blitz package. Now, I don't think they did anything crazy, but, <laughs> Um, they confused know, the hell out of the offensive line, Sip. The offensive line looked like they were on skates. 
They didn't know where guys were coming from. It was it was bad. Yeah, and so that's, I mean, I think you have to give the Oklahoma coaching staff some credit for that. Some, I mean, I always, I don't, I don't like doing that where I don't credit the players. The players sure. are making the plays, right? Um, and they're they're fast guys that came off the edge, they came inside, and they overwhelmed Nebraska. Steve Sipple joining us here on Severe Reaction, of course, HuskerOnline.com. Um, Sip, one of the things that Mickey said after the game was, yeah, we've got to recruit better. Some people say, hey, don't say that because then you're downgrading your team. You don't want them to feel bad. But it's just honest, right? We've talked about this over and over, you and I. They, they just need better talent. I, I thought this was a great example, Sip. You watch Luke Reimer out there, who is one of Nebraska's best defenders, and there were times where he just couldn't run with Oklahoma. And as good as he is, wasn't good enough against this team. They just they need better talent, right? Right, Mickey. Yeah, yeah. As, a, as a coach, you have to you do have to walk kind of a delicate line. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they were overwhelmed by an Oklahoma team that had one preseason All Big Twelve pick, right? And that was the punter. Um, yeah, the the talent the talent discrepancy on yesterday was profound. Yeah, and that's not an overly talented Oklahoma team. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we've been saying it for years. I've always sort of, I've always been surprised in recent years the pushback you get um, but from people who say no talent wasn't an issue. It was, it's, a, it's a gigantic issue. Um, it has been a gigantic issue, um, and it certainly is. I mean, and now it's glaring. It's, I guess it's more glaring now. Sure. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we've talked about it. It's, it's not. There, there's no all Big Ten guys. You know, you're not seeing all Big Ten players, and that's that should be a red flag. I think what's happened is Nebraska. You know, I think around here, we, the media and fans have gotten kind of used to it. They've they've gotten used to not having all Big Ten players, and so again, I think a level a level of delusion sets in. And when you say all Big Ten, you're not talking about first second team, maybe even third team. You're just honorable mention guys, right? I mean, there's there's not a lot of those guys. Some of those, I think. Trey, Trey Palmer's probably one of them. I think Buford's played at that level because of some of the plays he's made. But there's nobody on the offensive line. Maybe Garrett Nelson, maybe. I mean, it's limited to the amount of guys there are that's even honorable mention. Maybe Newsom. Anthony Grant, right? I, I don't know. After yesterday, I mean, it, were those first three games just because they were playing against defenses that aren't very good? Well, I don't know. I, We're going to find out. To, yeah, we'll find out. Now, yeah. what's happened that's interesting, now I think A.J. Allen's hurt. But, yeah, um, he is. He's out for a while. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I think what's happening, he must have been pushing Grant in practice. Oh, yeah. Pretty significant extent. Because they're playing, they're playing, they were playing A.J. a key moment. I mean, the, so that that's a, that's a good sign for the you know, for that position, I don't know. There's not many good signs right now because everything's in flux. But yeah, um, but but at that position, you had two pretty good guys. Now now you're down back to Anthony Grant. It looks like for a while. Yeah, and you'd hope that. And I don't know what happened with Ramir Johnson, but we saw at the end of the year last year that he was doing some positive things. They talked him up in the spring. Maybe that. I mean, as Yan, of course, and Gabe Irvin looked good for a little while there. Do you see any hope? Behind Anthony Grant, that maybe there could be somebody that could fill in for AJ Allen. Irvin, yeah, yeah, Irvin and Ramirez Johnson. Um, Irvin looks like you know they'll he'll get the first crack at it, and he did run hard yesterday. Yeah, um, ran well and ran with confidence, and and he showed that quality that I like that 
I mean, he's into it. He loves it. He wants he wants to be good. You can see it by the way he ran, the way he popped up off the ground. Um, I like his spirit. I like his energy. He'll get the first crack at it. Ramirez will be there. Um, so I'd say those those are the two guys. There's obviously a long list of coaches that people keep bringing up that could maybe have this job, maybe might would want this job, maybe Trev would offer the job, right? Long list. And obviously, I, I want to see Mickey get a full chance at it. But is there a name out there in all of this that's been thrown out there that really jumps to you that makes Steve Sipple say that guy could get it done? Urban Meyer. I mean, well, of course. That, There's no doubt. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, it's a really, 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 really interesting conversation right now. It's sort of, it's, I guess, in some ways, it's not. He's polarizing. That's predictable. Right. Um, and and you can see that in the reaction, in the various reactions that fans have on social media. Um, some are very. I mean, some think it's a no-brainer. Others don't want any part of it. Right. Again, I guess I guess in it, that's fairly predictable. Other than that, um, there's nobody that. It really, really jumps off the page to me. I think that Lance Leipold now will, will get. I mean, what he's doing at Kansas is fairly remarkable, yeah, or, or just remarkable. And this is only his second year. Now they've gone on the road back to back weeks and have beaten West Virginia and Houston. Yep. And that that obviously that should get people's attention. Now, now they got a chance to go four and zero Kansas because they play Duke at home. Yep. On Saturday. Um. He's done a. He's done a. I mean, you almost say a remarkable job at Kansas. Um, so that he gets your attention. Um, it's interesting. That, now Kansas' schedule can get really difficult. Now in the last six, seven games, sure. really, really hard. So mm-hmm. he does have to make some hay early. Of course, there's other names. Mark Stoops is interesting to me. Uh, I've all, I've I've been saying all week. Uh, Bill O'Brien. I, I like his. I like his background. I like the fact he works with quarterbacks, the most the most important position in sports. So there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of names being bandied about as there should be. <laughs> Sip, we haven't. If they can beat Duke, Kansas, we could have the Iowa State, Kansas matchup of Matt Campbell versus Lance Leipold, the the battle for Nebraska's coaching job in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Campbell's definitely Campbell's definitely in there. You know, he's a name everybody brings up. It seems, it seems like people have cooled on him a little bit. I mean, that's the vibe I get anyway. Yeah, I don't know why. It's not. Oh, I you know, seven and six last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know what? We can dig deeper into that and look at the injuries they had and make excuses and everything. And I get it, but it's still Iowa State where he is. I mean, it, can we can we remember where he's coaching? I mean, he's had he's had six winning seasons. I told you this on Big Red Wrap Up. He had six winning seasons, and I believe in the last forty years they've had eight. So I mean, outside of his, I mean, it's he's at Kansas. <laughs> Come on, I mean, yeah, Iowa done, State. I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and you're old enough, and, and I'm old enough to remember when Iowa State was was. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, it was just not. Yeah, it was just a wasteland. It was, a, it was kind of a college football wasteland where you almost just kind of you only went there if you had to. Right. And, yeah. Now, no, he's got they they changed it. And you got to credit Jamie Pollard too. Oh yes, I, definitely. It's not, definitely. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. just say that 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 Matt Campbell's all his work. Right. Pollard has made that place formidable. He raised the money, it, but you know what? Part of that is finding the the exact right coach. 
Right. Well, that's what Nebraska's got to do. Yeah. La- last thing, Sip, and I know this is something that we heard a lot after the game yesterday, but is there any, is there anything that's going to help by changing an assistant? Like, I know everybody wants to get Eric Nanner fired. I don't know who they'd even replace him with if they were going to do that, but can anything get better in your opinion? Is, there, is it worthwhile to make a move on one of the assistants? I, I don't think so. I mean, you can't, you're not, you know, I, I hope people understand at this point you don't bring in anybody from the outside. Right. That's unfamiliar with the completely unfamiliar with the personnel. I, Michael, Mike's stance on it as of last night. Now you could sway me. Is that there's enough tumult in the program? The kids have seen now um, their head coach. You know, be jettisoned. Um, they have an interim coach. I don't know. If, I don't know if now you you fire the defensive coordinator. Yeah. I don't. I think that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, you have a new offensive coordinator calling the plays now, brand new one, first year guy. Now, now you're gonna shake up that staff. I think I would, if I were Mickey, I'd be thinking about the players and all of the. I guess I'll just call it tumult. Right. That's a lot of. That's a lot of movement and a lot of change, and you're in the middle of a season. I, I wouldn't do it now. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm hearing it could happen. Right. So, um, I mean, I'm kind of on guard today. Right. We'll see. Well, Mickey even couched it, right, last night or yesterday by saying nothing today, but you never know tomorrow. After he said after he watches the the video, we'll see what that – we'll see what happens. Sip, have a great rest of your Sunday. I always appreciate it. Love you, man. Love you, too, and I appreciate you having me on, Michael. No problem. Stephen M. Sipple. Husker Online through the uh, On3 network. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Uh, real quick, we'll take a call, and then we'll take a break, wrap this thing up. Let's go to Daniel, 402-951-1620. What's up, Daniel? Hi. Nothing about ready to say is new. Um, so it's new from you, you, though. Like, it's new, me getting it from you, so it's yeah, that's new. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so the old is that the X's and O's, or the Jimmy and the Joe, right? Sure, that's the debate all the time, yeah. Right, so I'm like, well, are we just debating the same old debate? Is it technique? Or is it just they have good hearts, all drive, and we're just out talented? Or both, I don't know. Um, so I was online this morning reading an article, have a coffee. Yeah. I won't say the name. Um, somebody on the offensive line said they kept, doing something new all the time and that made it confusing for us. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> well. <laughs> Why aren't we countering what they're doing, you're saying? Or like, did, are you thinking they're just going to do the same thing every time? Right. Like, anyway, so there's my thought for your, for your more advanced thoughts. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate it. Listen, that is something that will drive you crazy if you let it. Post-game comments, when you're coming off of a loss, you take, take them a little bit with a grain of salt because sometimes people are so emotional, they say things that they wouldn't say if they were thinking, right? But we did see that. And, and Mickey even mentioned it in his post. He talked about how they were doing some different things and they were doing some zero coverage and some A-gap blitz and they were changing their front to odd to even. They were doing a lot of stuff. And that's what you teach the offensive line and the running backs to be able to, to counter. But here, there are some basic rules in this world of football like miles farmer said get to the 
get to the guy, make the tackle. There's some basic rules. You block inside out. The guy on the outside is less of a danger than the guy on the inside because it's a shorter distance to get to you. So if there's a guy inside you who is free and there's a guy that's outside of you who's free, you block the inside guy who is free because it gives your quarterback more of a chance. That's a basic rule of football. And you don't see that done occasionally by some of the offensive linemen that Nebraska has. That's an issue. Is that coaching? Is it talent? I don't know. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take the last of the calls, and we'll wrap the show up here on a Sunday on Severe Reaction. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.